Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that 3-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. That it does. We are in the air everywhere. The weekend is underway. This is a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show overnights during the week. We actually get to talk to people on the weekends because it's a, it's a, it's a podcast. You can hang out. And this is a conversation podcast. We chat with friends of uh, the, uh, the show and people that we know, people that we like. And we do this eight days a week because obviously four hours a night – on the overnight are not enough. We thank you for downloading, subscribing, and obviously listening, which you're doing right now. Uh, David Gascon, yet again back this weekend, unfortunately. There he is right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, wow. it's a nice ovation, I guess. It's, it's nice. Isn't it so wonderful that you get to drop inside the Magic Radio Box and on your podcasts you have a world-class colleague that not only books guests, but presidents and CEOs and doctors <laughs> and lawyers. I yes. give you the Rolls Royce of guests. Uh, you know, well, you know, of course, you take a little advantage bit different of, from your Monday through Friday show. Just, take a little bit of advantage of the fact that uh, there's some people that I 
I know that actually went on and became very successful. Uh, not that I have, but these people have become very successful. So you've taken advantage of that. I'd, let, see how that I'd like to let the court record report show that uh, I I actually yeah. know several of these individuals that we've had on in uh-huh. recent days and times and yeah. years now. It's going on, what, two years now with this stupid little podcast? Yes. And you wanted to cancel the podcast after a month. I think you were. Well, like, I think it's just tradition over the last podcast. couple of years. We cancel everything. So <laughs> I, I cancel I this. <laughs> well, let's not uh, waste time here. This is very important. Yes. Uh, this man, we actually have one of the longest tenured CEOs in Major League Baseball. <laughs> the guy who runs the show for the Arizona Diamondbacks. He's been doing it for over 15 years. His name is Derek Hall. Now, Derek Hall has a very interesting story that's somewhat connected to me a little bit. Now, he was, he was uh, when I first met Derek, he was in the PR office for the Los Angeles Dodgers in the early 90s. And he rose up the ranks with the Dodgers and uh, then left. He, he left the Dodgers and got into sports talk radio at a station I worked at. He was the morning guy. I was doing the midday show at Extra Sports 1150 in Los Angeles, which no longer exists. And he also did the Dodger pregame stuff. I was doing Dodger postgame at the time. And so... We uh, we were around each other quite a bit in those days, and Derek uh, he had, he left that he'd done TV in LA as well. He left that and then uh, went into private business briefly, and then ended up as the an executive with the Arizona Diamondbacks, and he's been running that team for many many years, as uh, we pointed out. And so we're excited to have Derek call on the fifth hour with Ben Maller and David Gascon, and so Derek. Why don't we start with this? Is there ever a day that you do not regret leaving the lavish lifestyle of sports talk radio to become a CEO in professional baseball? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I, You know, Ben, I had a lot of fun, but I think if I had stuck to media or, or a personality on radio, I'd probably be unemployed because I wasn't very good at it. So it's, it's good to leave it up to pros <laughs> like yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, you did it for a few years. Obviously, you started in baseball, and then you went and did sports radio. And uh, I don't think, though, I've told people, I don't think there's ever been a, a transformation like that. Well, you, you were on TV in L.A., and you did the sports stuff in the morning and all that. And uh, you're making us all look bad. Well, what is the secret here, Dick? What is the secret to success here? Well, you, you got to hit and run. You can't stay somewhere too long, right? Or they figure you out. Uh, it, it was um, it was a lot of fun because I had been with the Dodgers for for many years, and we had a few ownership changes, and then I had the opportunity to go to you know the flagship radio station um, morning show. We had a ton of fun. We had a blast doing the morning show, and I got to do, as you said, some. Uh, some TV. I did some weekend uh, sports anchoring fill in, and then I did some pregame shows for the Dodgers, both radio and got to do a few on TV. So for me, it was great. I still stayed involved with sports and with with uh, uh, with the Dodgers, but I, I really missed baseball. So when I had the opportunity to go back to the Dodgers and then and then out here to Arizona, ultimately it's been it's been a nice mix of both worlds, and to know both sides, I think, is important too. Yeah, I was going to say because uh, I'm guessing most of the other CEOs in baseball they've not lived that life uh, none of them have you you know both tv and radio from your experience so when you when you see crazy stories on 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 in the uh, on the internet and on radio and whatnot and in phoenix and around the country you're like hey i kind of know i i know the other side right you're familiar with it i i do and i and i also understand the importance of of you guys having to do your jobs you know that's that's really important to know, too. I mean, too often people may, may get upset or they have thin skin. You, you can't. I mean, you have to know that, you know, everyone has a job to do. And, you know, I, I, I did it as well, right, sitting in your in your chair uh, for, for quite some time. So I do think it helps. I definitely think it helps. But I think most of the folks in my job have been, they may not have gone up in the ranks either in media or, or on the PR communication side. Most of them have either been, the legal side or um, accounting side. Some actually did. A few actually did some play-by-play, but for the most part, no. No one's had the the, the luxury of being on air as well. That's been it was great for me. Yeah, and uh, now fun fact here that when you you were doing stuff with the Dodgers, but when you were named as the the morning guy at uh, Extra Sports eleven fifty. I think it was because like Steve Mason had gone to New York or something. They needed. They were looking for someone. They and and you were the guy that they they went with John Ireland, as I remember. And we we were myself and Dave Smith. We were on the air. We found out about this and we talked about it on the air. And we got in so much trouble 
Derek, for uh, for uh, spilling the beans on that uh, before <laughs> it was like officially you jumped, announced. You jumped the gun. You went out too early on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were we were like filling in on the morning show, and uh, and we were like, hey, this is interesting, you know, because we we both known you, and then uh, and then we talked about it. Oh my, the management. Uh, oh, they came down. They were very upset with us, Derek. But we were we were very <laughs> well, happy for you. I, at the time, I, so. I do recall that, and it was with John Ireland, who's uh, obviously a very good friend. And then and then he left uh, for a while. I was alone, and then it was with you know A. And then um, you know there was a time where where I was also with Terry Bradshaw. He was coming in. He had like the show after me, so he and I had this crossover show and. I, you know, he still, I don't think he ever said my name right for, for the few weeks or months that we were on together because he didn't know who I was, but still doesn't to this day. <laughs> the great thing about Terry Bradshaw is because I did the show after Terry. The, the Ben and Dave show was after Terry for a little right. bit. Uh, and and Terry did not really want to talk about sports very much. It was it was odd. It was like he, he wanted like <laughs> there was one. I love Terry. There was one day he came in and just read like a Jeff Foxworthy book because he was friends with Jeff Foxworthy, the comedian <laughs> back in the day. And uh, it was it was tremendous. But the, the the amazing thing about that is that that station there, which you worked at for a few years, and now you've obviously gone on. Everyone who worked there, almost everyone, has gone on and done. Uh, pretty cool things, either still in the media business or or elsewhere. You with the Diamondbacks, and you know we had a a guy that was like a, a producer, board op, intern guy that went on to coach Texas college football. Of all, I mean, it, there were a lot of people from that uh, that kind of small sports station that went on and did pretty cool things. Uh, I can't believe it's been that and, long, though. And, and what, what was also great about that is, you know, it, it doesn't always happen, but I think we were a pretty good family. It was like everyone got along. And, and, you know, still to this day, we're all good friends and stay in touch. It was very unique, you know, for, for that setting, for all of us to, to have started something and took pride in it and, and still get along to this day. It was very cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Now, I also must address, now, having you on here, Doug, it's very important. All right, so when you were working with the Dodgers in the PR department with the great Jay Lucas, uh, you both moonlighted yep. as umpires in the media baseball game. Now, this was a big <laughs> event for me. I was morbidly obese at the time, but one of my great athletic accomplishments, and I don't, you probably don't remember because you've got much more important things, but I, for some reason, everything lined up for me, all the plants lined up, and I connected. I was using, unfortunately, a wooden bat, not a metal bat, uh, and it was like, actually, I remember, it was a Corey Snyder bat. It was like 1995 or 96 or something, but I used a Corey yeah. Snyder bat, and I hit a ball that somehow went off the wall at Dodger Stadium. Now, you were the umpire. And because of my um, rather uh, you know, large, oversized uh, body, uh, I thought the ball was going out, and then I, of course, didn't run. And there was a play at second. Now, I was clearly safe, Derek. You called me out. Will you admit now, after all these years, that if there had been instant replay, I would have been safe? No, no, you you were you were out. Um, no, you no, were come out. on. Stick to that. And, and yeah, you were showboating it. I mean, you were watching it. You thought it was gone, and I do remember it like it was yesterday. And I could not believe that you wouldn't run the bases. And then once you realized it wasn't gone, you tried to hightail it, and you were out. You were clearly out. It was a uh, no, no, no. I was reason. safe. I, I I snuck in there. I, I uh, I'm telling you, I I still can't. I'm to this day. I had the option. Remember, because you, you guys they brought out they had wooden bats and they had metal bats, and I was like, well, I'm in yep. a major league ball. Park. I'm going to use a wooden bat because I want to. I want to, you know, be like a big leaguer. I do, and, <laughs> I do have only, to say, if you had yeah. used aluminum, it was clearly over the wall. It would have been gone. Oh. And, and I think you still thought you connected. You thought you had it. 
I did. I did. I mean, that's a big, you know, I, I'm used to playing in Little League fields up until that point, but uh, it was pretty cool. Now, I, I have some fond memories of those those uh, media games. Do you guys do that in Arizona? Do you have some kind of setup like that, or is that uh, kind of archaic at this point? It, you know, it is. It's somewhat archaic, but we could do it now. We never did it in the past because we we were so worried about our grass. Now we don't have grass. You know, we've got our our, we, our synthetic grass, so we probably could bring that back. We ended up doing it with some legislators here this year. We used to have an owners clinic where we'd let people play, but the grass just got chewed up. Uh, I think we should we should bring it here. Yeah. It's, uh it is oh. a fun event and lots of. You know, guys like to get out there and play. We're just always worried about the injuries. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, especially we're these. Yeah, we haven't yeah. used it a long time. <laughs> well, back in those right. days, uh, you know, it's, it's, I can't believe it's been as long. But remember, the, the late great Stu Nahan would uh, manage oh, the media man. game, and Stu, it, this was so serious that he would bring in ringers to beat the writers. He had a. I remember one year he had a kid from Long Beach State that was like a player at Long Beach State that somehow snuck, finagled his way <laughs> way in there, and uh, we were trailing late in the, one of the media games and Stu tried to have the guy change jerseys so he could bat again uh, it was, uh, there was a lot of shenanigans going on <laughs> that was Stu he was uh, I miss Stu a lot and he actually would try and get our BP pitchers to go in and face you guys he tried to get players to go in disguise um, and, and he was usually in cahoots with Tommy too as you recall Yes, exactly. And I also remember, yeah, because uh, Stu felt we had an advantage because there were so many former players that were you know, working in the media. So he yep, wanted to get we're on air. Always, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. He always wanted to get Rick Monday to play, and uh, and then you brought Fernando back and that whole thing. But uh, craziness. All right. So now, now you are you are the CEO of a major league baseball. You've been doing this a long time, and uh, congratulations on your success and all. As we said, but uh, the the day to day grind, like running the Arizona Diamondbacks. How many five? Fires are you putting out on a on a daily basis, Derek? Too many, especially these days. You know, with what we're facing. Um, but but it, it just depends on what the, the what that fire is for the day because there's so many different areas that we're focused on. I never had to in the in the past when I was there in L.A. But now, I mean, one day it could be government affairs issue. The next day it could be a PR issue. The day after that it could be a community issue. There's so much. And when you have 350 full-time employees and, and uh, you know, it's, it's a full-time uh, organization, most people wonder, well, what do you do in the off-season, which we call our season without games, as you know. Um, but it, it's nonstop. And you have uh, a number of people who, who – who wants or need your attention? And and uh, but I, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. I, I absolutely love it, but it's stressful, and especially in a division like like this one where the Dodgers have just dominated you know us and every team really for that matter for so long. Um, but it's a it's a it's a fun division, and everything that I learned with the Dodgers, trying to bring that mentality over here, having worked large market and now a smaller market, and having ownership. When I first began at the Dodgers, it's very similar to ownership here, where it's a family and um, you know a, a lot of emphasis on culture. It's been it's been great. Yeah, and it's been about a year since uh, everything went haywire in the world, uh, not just the the sports world shutting down. You guys were in spring training. Uh, you know, a year ago at this time, when the news came down that they were shutting everything down, what what, what was that like at the time? I and mean, nobody knew anything, but you were there and you had to make decisions and whatnot along with the people at baseball. But what what was that experience like a year ago? I remember watching when you know the NBA shut down, and I thought, "Wow, that is crazy! Are they going too far with this thing?" And I think it was probably two days later because that was the eleventh, I believe, and on the thirteenth, we we shut down and and sent everybody home. And I thought it was going to be a couple of weeks. I sent a, a note to all of my staff that night saying, hang in there, be safe. We'll see you in a week or two when we feel like we can open back up. 
And, you know, it was a year. I mean, it was a year that we weren't in the offices at either Chase Field or Salt River Fields, which is where our spring training home is. And uh, it was bizarre. And then to have the, the abbreviated season like we did with no fans and, and the piped-in sound, it, it just was sterile. It wasn't real. And I, I still can't believe what we've gone through, yet we've learned so much from it. And I think, you know, hopefully we never encounter anything like this again. But if we do, we're all going to be better prepared for it for sure. Yeah, the no fan thing. I, I know fans are going to be coming back now at least a little bit. But, you know, what were, you, you got to go to those games. I mean, you were obviously the CEO of the team. What was it like? Well, I didn't go to any. I, I, you know, in the media, I could have gone here in L.A., but I didn't go. What was it like watching a big league game without any, any fan? It must have been just bizarre, right? It's crazy. It was. That's a, that's a great, great word. It was bizarre. And I, and I sat there for these games and just, I didn't enjoy it. I mean, you could hear, you know, foul balls rattling off chairs and, uh, you know, you, you could hear every word said in each dugout. It, it just, it didn't feel right. It wasn't right. Um, because, you know, our games are made for fans, but I, I think our, our crews and our, our staffs did a really nice job of trying to make it seem like it was normal and like it was natural to make sure that the in-game entertainment was still somewhat there and you're, in our case, we call it DBTV, but your, your video board was still you know interactive and engaged and everything became more virtual. Uh, it was it was bizarre, uh, but they did a nice job making it, it seem as if nothing was different. As if there were fans there, but you knew better when you were there in the in the ballpark, and you just couldn't wait until the day to get fans back through the turnstiles, which fortunately we're going to have this year. Derek, I got to jump into the fray here with what happened last year with Major League Baseball, the adjustments to some of the rules, and you being around the game so long. Did you like any of the implementation? You know, runners, obviously, doubleheaders, things mm-hmm. of that nature. Did you like any of that? A great question. And, and I'm a traditionalist, and I'm a National League guy, so I never like the DH. I, I don't like to change the game or mess with the game. And I have to tell you, I, I liked every, every experimental rule we had. I really did. I liked the expanded playoffs. I liked the extra inning rule. And I, I liked the DH. Um, you know, I'm surprised that, that we don't have one so far for this upcoming season, but I actually did, and I know that we're going to try some experimental rules when it comes to minor league baseball, I believe, in AAA. I think that's a good thing. You know, the, if, if we just say we can never change this game, you know, we're, 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 not being, we're not being wise. I mean, I think every sport tends to, to look at ways to improve their sport and, and ways to protect their players from injury, and if all that can be done in a way that's going to speed it up, create more interest, more interaction, uh, and more of a following, we should do it. And I think I think they, they work pretty well. But do you think the game is better? Because it, it feels like from, from a certain standpoint that in any league, whether it's Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, maybe a little bit in the NFL, but everyone's drunk on sabermetrics, launch angles, exit velocity, yeah. as opposed to making contact and going the opposite way. No, no, that's and that's different, and I think we'll address that. You know, whether it's uh, if we're going to address the shifts or we're going to address, you know, uh, the the way the baseball is made or the dimensions of the ballpark, all of that does need to be looked at because uh, I think our fans, if it's just strikeout or home run, you're, you're exactly right. Not as uh, not as good as as more action in the game, and and I think all that will be looked at because we we do want more people following the game, more people excited about the game, and more you know youngsters that are able to play the game and for a longer period of time now Derek, the sabermetrics thing this is fascinating to me because it seems like everyone in baseball is doing it to one degree or another 
But is it possible, and you're the perfect guy to ask because you run a baseball team, is it possible if you had a team approach things old school to, you know, you don't completely forget about sabermetrics, but you, you know, choke up with two strikes and you, you know, hit behind the runner, the things, some of the small stuff, yeah, you maybe occasionally bunt, you know, <laughs> it, is it possible that by playing the, what, many would say is an outdated style of baseball that you would actually have some kind of advantage uh, as opposed to the, the teams, many of them today that just try to go up and it's like beer league softball. You're trying to hit home runs and all that. I, I wonder if it, what do you think? Do you think that a team that plays the old school approach could actually have success in the modern baseball world? You, you could definitely make an argument for that, which is why Ben people say that there should be a balance. And, and I know it sounds like, you know, a lot of a lot of words, but it's true. You really need to balance it out. And I can tell there, there's now more of an embrace from the old school guys that are sitting in the room or the old school scouts. They embrace more of the analytics now, and they they intertwine it in their work. And and vice versa, you hear these individuals that are maybe fresh out of college and that are so into the analytics, but they're listening and learning and embracing what you know the scouts are treating are teaching them as well and some of the older instructors and, and coaches i think you have to have a balance and i, I can tell you um i you know i i'm not a, as much into the analytics and that's why we hire people to do so and we have a, a, an entire department which we never had when i first came here um in fact you know when i left the dodgers we really didn't have an analytics department either but now you have to and it's got to be a part of your game. And, you know, I think instincts take over. And, and so, you know, style takes over at some point. I sit there like you probably and, and with the question alone and the way we were taught how to play baseball and the way we grew up playing baseball, that it, I'll sit there saying, why are we not, why are we not bunting right here, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it seems like common sense to me because that's the way I, I came up through the game. But enough people will tell you, no, you don't here. And, and here's why. They think differently, and it's fun to have those debates, and it's fun to hear why not. But I think there needs to be a balance, and I, I think we have enough people in every organization now that, that do balance it out. The days of either one way or the other, I don't think we're seeing that really anymore. Derek, do you think it hinders Major League Baseball with a little bit of the stripping from the minor league clubs just because of, of where we were to where we are now? Do you think that hinders the game and the sport as a whole? With, with the consolidation? Yeah. Um, I think you know. I think what they what, what the attempt was is is right. Um, when we looked at the quality of ballparks, uh, the travel involved, the number of players that never made it, I, I think the intentions are are right on. It's trying to make sure that there are certain levels of quality that we expect at each of the ballparks now, where our players are going off to when it comes to an affiliate. In addition to that, you want to make sure that these players that that enter professional baseball actually have a chance to make it to the big leagues. And that they're not just spending so much time, you know, uh, in buses or on airplanes with their travel. So for all those reasons that they did that, I, I'm, you know, I agree with that. I really do. And um, I, it's, I'm excited because we've got so many affiliates now close to close to us. We didn't have a an affiliate in Texas before, which we do now. And and with you know Hillsboro and Vassalia and Reno, it makes a lot of sense for us to have have those teams so close. Now, Derek, I do need to give you the heads up since you mentioned Vassalia. Um, I got to put it on the record here for you. Ben Maller did direct me back in 2016 <laughs> oh, here to, we go. to leave here we go. to leave Fox Sports Radio and join the Bakersfield Blaze. So I worked in high A affiliate ball there for a year. 
And I invited him and his entire lame show out for a night <laughs> at the ballpark. And, and, and Derek, hand to God, he threw out the first pitch. And then a month later, Bakersfield Blaze were closed down. He closed down a minor league ball club that was in existence for 65 years. Yeah. We're putting, we're putting it on bed, Dave. That's good. <laughs> yeah, Did he throw yeah. a strike, though? Uh, he lobbed it in. I don't know if it would have gotten to the plate. No, it was a lollipop. <laughs> it was a lollipop pitch, but that's a strike, Derek. As you know, that can be a strike. You can throw a high, uh, know, a high arcing velocity pitch. That's a strike. Not, yeah, it's all about location, not velocity. I found yeah. that my you know year, year and a half, two years in minor league baseball was huge for me. So I'm sure you had the same experience. But, but for me to get to know each and every fan and, and do everything from – you know, pulling the tarp when it rains, to stocking the shelves, to, you know, doing the promotions. I, I had a blast in, in minor league baseball, and I tell a lot of young um, students who are asking for advice that it's not such a bad direction to go to, to get started in minor league baseball. Now, when you shut down a franchise, that's not good, and I, I will put that on Maller, too. <laughs> yes, clearly. Uh, well, I got to also, I mean, Derek, you talk about, you know, minor league baseball and all that, and you work that that world, but one thing about you that I, and you still, and you've done it in Arizona, I've read stories and people have talked to, told me the things uh, with the fans like you're so good about that. So many of these CEOs just want nothing to do as far as the interaction, but you make it a priority, and it's so smart because my experience with listeners, I, I don't, you know, it's obviously not the same thing, but people that are upset with something I say, normally if you just respond to them, they kind of are happy about it and they're willing to, you know, calm down a little bit. But what's it been like uh, in relation? You you make it a priority to interact with the Diamondback fans, and and uh, and how's that gone for you? That's yeah, you, you said a couple of things that really resonated. First off, when I was on radio and, and we were just starting to get, you know, email back then and after after the morning show I would go home and I would just get blistered by by some fans and, and it 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 hurt, right? And yeah. so I decided I was gonna respond to each and every one of them and I would write them back and tell them, you know, with a reasoning for what I said and, and, and I, I think you're exactly right. My experience as I recall was they just wanted to hear it. And if you responded, they felt great. They became a, a fan of the show. Uh, and, and you started talking with those folks. You had a relationship. It's no different with the fans. And for us, it's every fan counts. I mean, it's not as if we could just open up our gates and get two to three million fans every year. we got to work hard in a market like this. So it's, it's one fan at a time. And we answer every email, every voicemail, every text. Um, you know, and that, that relationship is important. So I, I do communicate regularly with, with fans. I have uh, chats once a month with the fans, um, you know, just walking around, talking to them, hearing what's important to them, having roundtables and town halls. That's really vital, especially in a market like this where we, we have to hold on to every single fan we get. We have to earn everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and Derek, just uh, before we, we wrap up here, I mean, I, you guys didn't have a very active off season, but uh, people listening that found this podcast that are curious, I mean, w- what are the reasons to be optimistic for the 2021 Arizona Diamondbacks? Well, yeah, as far as uh, active, you know, the Dodgers were extremely active. The Padres were active, obviously. And so we've been asked, you know, why weren't we so so active? We really were the last couple of years before that. And we felt like we had the team in place that, that we thought was going to compete and perform. Um, you know, take last year out. It was, a, it was an awful season for us. We did not play well. We had a lot of injuries. 
we moved a couple of players at the trade deadline, for, but for the most part, that team's still there. So for us to fill a few holes this offseason, but try and keep that team together and see if they can compete. Maybe we put the wrong team together, but we'll see, you know, hopefully in a 162-game season. Uh, but, but for us to compete more consistently and sustain a model of success, we're going to have to do it the, 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 a different way, the right way. We can't compete necessarily in the free agent market. We're going to have to scout properly, develop those players, retain them through – uh, arbitration years and some of their early free agency years and make sure that we have a pipeline of talent in our farm system ready to go. So we've taken our farm system from the, the, the top three or bottom three, uh, absolute worst in baseball, to the top five now in baseball. That's who we need to be. And I would just tell you know fans or, or people interested in baseball to hopefully watch a team here that's going to compete. For us to have been in the playoffs in 07, 2011, 2017, way too sporadic, too many years of not getting there in between. Well, Derek, thanks for coming on, man. And I look forward to the day the Diamondbacks win the uh, the World Series with you as the CEO. So I can uh, brag more. I can brag more about you, Derek. And I uh, man, that'd be great. I brag yeah. about I brag about you guys as well. And uh, I look forward to seeing you. Thanks for having me on. I would love to do it in person sometime too. I miss you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 